So if you're anything like me, you do a lot of your online shopping, well, a lot of your shopping at all on Amazon. So if this is the case for you and you're looking to buy something anyway, if you go to our website at tensandaces.com, near the top of the page, you will see an Amazon banner ad. If you click there, prior to making a purchase on Amazon, it will open up your Amazon app just like normal. Or if you're in a browser, go to the Amazon webpage just like it would normally if you were to type in amazon.com. The only thing that's different is that because you click through our referral link, the Tens and Aces podcast will get a small little commission on whatever you buy. It doesn't cost you anything. It's just a good way to support the show and show your love for TNA and, you know, help cover some of the cost that it costs to make this thing. So remember, if you're going to buy something on Amazon anyway, go to tensandaces.com, click the Amazon banner, and then you're good to go. And you're helping out something you like, like this podcast. And it's a win-win, win-win, win-win-win. Oh, and why I got you here, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Now, enjoy the show. One of these losers in Las Vegas who keeps thinking he's going to come up with a way to win at Blackjack. Are you ready for some TNA? Welcome to TNA, the Tens and Aces podcast. A podcast with true-to-life stories and experiences from advantaged players in the game of blackjack. From pros crushing it and making a living counting cards, to newer players who are just making their way through all the ups and downs of what can be, at times, both an equally frustrating and beautiful game of AP Blackjack. Is this the kind of thing you want to hear? Well, listen up, because we're about to give you some TNA. Here's your host, Mike AP. And welcome to the show today. As the man just said, I'm your host of this transmission of our experiment in imaginary radio that we like to call TNA, the Tens and Aces podcast. So if this is the kind of thing you want to hear, well, listen up, because we're about to give you some TNA. This episode is going to be outtakes from other interviews I've had or short conversations that I've had with people that weren't long enough to warrant a full episode, but I think they're definitely worth putting out there. So I put them all together for this episode and here you go. So without further ado, up first I have Straight Cash Homie. Hey man, I understand you have a story to tell. Yeah, I was playing a shop in near where I live. And I'll preface this by saying in the previous session at the store, I split two 20s to eight hands. So I split 10 six times in a single round and then cooled off from there for a little bit, but came back and planned on playing a shorter session just to hopefully preserve the place. I've been pretty burnt out in the other stores. So I wanted to play probably about two hours, but I kept getting better penetration than I was expecting. And then as one does in that scenario, I was playing until they threw me out. The tap comes and, hey, can I talk to you over here? Sure. No problem. They identified me as an alias I used at their sister property and told me my action was no longer welcome, read me some version of a trespass act and gave me a little card number to call if I had any questions, and then walked me to the cage where the casino manager asked me to pull my mask down so she could take a picture of me. And I, of course, said, absolutely not. Why, Why do you need that? And she said, surveillance. And he said, what? I'm leaving. Yeah. I said, <laughs> what are you surveilling? I'm going home and you told me that it's illegal if I come back. So I, I don't, I don't see the point here. So with double finger pistols, I tell her not until Dr. Fauci says it's okay. She didn't like that too much, but I looked over in her direction 30 seconds later and she's just taking a picture of me anyway, which is 
really uncomfortable. I'd never experienced something like that, just a total breach of my privacy by the owner of the joint of all people, or the, I guess yeah. the person I was running it. Finger pistols are probably not a good idea. <laughs> no, no. Because why, like, why, why piss them off more? Just I don't know. It's not a good habit, more. but I like having fun with it, you know? <laughs> I understand the impulse to want to do that, but, and then if you're just polite, they may not even database you. I mean, they may internally, but but if you piss them off, they're going to do everything they can to burn you. And But I, I do right. agree with you. Standing ground and not pulling your mask down, give them a better picture. That's You don't have to do it. Why would you do it? Right, exactly. And uh, I've since deviated from what I was doing originally and just messing with people when they back me off. I'm realizing now that that's not really going to get me anywhere. Like maybe it'll make for a funny joke to tell my roommates when I get home, but it's not going to help my EV. But so I grabbed the cash and this security guard's walking me out and... I'm getting to the door, and this is the part where I usually turn and give him a little three-finger wave, have a good one, you know. He doesn't say anything, just keeps walking after me from about five yards behind me. And so I was, I was a little taken aback by that, but I was like, okay, whatever. And I hear a little on his microphone or whatever. Yeah. I look back around and he does a 180 and he's heading back into the store. And I said, oh, that's, that's pretty weird. I wonder what this is about. And so I turn back around and start heading towards the parking lot. And there's, of course, a security van just squarely in front of the casino, obviously going to follow me to my car, wherever it may be. I pause and I call my teammate really quick and say, hey, man, like, what do you... What do you think I should do here? Like, should I walk off property? Should I just hop in the car and say, screw these guys? What do you think? And I don't know what the best play would have been in retrospect, but I just, we just decided, screw it. Like, I'm already torched in all the nearby casinos and they've just, and they've full on trespassed me. So I just went to the car. And so sure enough, the security van starts pulling out after me and I get in my car. They pull up and block me from moving. Like I'd pulled through. So there's a car behind me now and I can't get out at this point. So I'm sitting there. And this van, this, the lady that backed me off is pulling up her phone and I watch her do this. So I start flashing my brights back and forth, back and forth, on, off, on, off. And eventually she, she just throws her hands up and tells the driver to pull forward another, you know, 15 feet or whatever, not letting me leave. (laughs) Security van pulls up another 15 feet and immediately I hit the gas and zoom off and he circles around the other side of the cars and tries to come after me. And I, I just floored it and hit the road. If you have a fight with your girlfriend and you're arguing and nothing physical and you just you just won't let her leave, like block the door, you can go to jail for that. Yeah. That's essentially what they did to you. Exactly. I don't know if it's tribal or whatever, but you know, if it's not tribal, man, I would, I don't know. Take it up and find my lawyer. I don't know how much you're going to get out of it. It's even worth it, but it would just be the principle of the matter teaching them the lessons so the next guy doesn't yeah. get treated like that. I would have walked off yeah. the property, you know, in hindsight. Yeah. That, I, first of all, I don't park on properties if right. I can avoid it. Some places... It's not an option. It's so far right. out that Uber doesn't go there. I mean, it's not a walk, walkable distance. Yeah, I could so. have avoided it, but this was this was earlier on. I was probably around 300 hours at the point. Uh, so, yeah, still learning and convinced I was somewhat invincible, I guess. Like, even though I had been backed off, I, was, I just had this sort of, I don't know, ego about me that said, yeah, everything's going to be fine. Like, I'll just be able to come in here, count their cards and leave. So you heard plates probably in a database because you pissed them off. What I would do is go to the DMV and say, someone stole my plates off my car. I need new plates. <laughs> and then pay whatever, 100 bucks or whatever it costs for new plates. You get new plates. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, if they run them, it's still going to be in your name, but they're not, it's not going to flag. The plate's not going to flag right. whenever you pull into some properties here and there. Yeah. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah. So. That's actually a good idea. I never even thought of that. I I figured that my plates were going to be in the database, but my name was already in the database at this point. So I kind of said, oh, well. Mm-hmm.
This guy next to me, okay. So he was a nice guy, and he was and he was teaching his nephews, probably about your age, how to play. And his buddy, mm-hmm. they were there. And this guy is probably like sixty. They went five to ninety five because I didn't want to go hundred dollars, so they they call it out. So I went five to ninety five. I get a blackjack, and the floor's over there. He's checking this card off for this promotion that the casino is running. That it's causing all the floors not to pay attention to the actual blackjack pay because they're running around like chickens with their head cut off, marking off these cards for this promotion with sharpies. And he goes, "Hey, this guy's counting cards here." just like making a joke like because i had a good hand where i went from five dollars and i was like yeah there's one card there one card there one card there but i'm like dude shut the f- up <laughs> and he looked at me you could see i was annoyed he goes are you really doing that and I, go, I go yeah and he goes oh sorry man <laughs> i don't think the floor caught on he's like nah 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 there yeah <laughs> nice wow do you ever had a ploppy like sell you out no but i actually just had a ploppy who was essentially in my corner he was a. Uh... He kept giving himself credit and I let him do it because there happened to be a hand where he was going to stay on his 16 and then he hit it, took the dealer's 20, whatever dealer breaks. And then the very next hand, he's got a 12 against a three, hits a nine. Sure enough, the dealer has a nine under the three and then breaks. And both of these are on my two by 300 bets. So like, you know, high energy at the table and we were all just celebrating. And so I go from two spots of 300 to one spot of 10 near the end of the shoe because I've been backed off in this place six times already. So I didn't need, right. I had no reason to, to preserve yeah. anything. But yeah, so I go from two spots of 300 to one spot of 10. And immediately as I place that bet, the phone starts ringing like five seconds after. And the ploppy, same ploppy who saved me, quote unquote, goes, that's for you. That's for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Him and the dealer all got to share a laugh about that one. It was it was funny. I just lasted another ten minutes. And up next is an interview segment with a listener named Cleans. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. So you emailed me about a story you have. I wanted to get you on and tell that story, but could you start with your background and what got you into aping? Yeah, I mean, I started counting cards. Um, I read a book, actually, in high school, the MIT story, Bringing Down the House. And I, like, yeah. it just kind of stuck with me and always stayed in the back of my mind. And I went online. I Googled, like, the high-low system, you know, and I, I thought I could count cards, you know. And then I remember um, in college, the, the movie came out, and all my buddies were sitting at um, my buddy's apartment watching the movie. Uh, like, yo, Cleese can do that. So at the end, I, I busted out a deck and like I could count down a deck quick, like 25 seconds, 20 seconds. And like everyone thought I was the man, but all I knew how to do was count the deck. And I barely knew basic strategy. I didn't know anything about money management or anything like that. So mm-hmm. later on, um, go through college, graduate college with a math degree, and I moved to the South. And I don't know anybody down there. I have nothing to do. So I'm like, hey, maybe I'll pick up card counting, like for real this time and really learn it. And uh, so I picked up a book, Kevin Blackwood's book, Playing Blackjack at the Pros. And he, he in the book, you kind of he gave you two systems. It was the uh, the the high op two and the high low, and it was it's a really good book. I'd still recommend it, even if you're a beginner or if you're an expert, because he kind of covers the whole gamut. So I got into that, and I wanted to be the best card counter possible. So I got into a, a level two system. I, I got the blackjack for blood, um, Bryce Collison, uh, the Omega two. And that was going to be my goal. I was going to get single deck and double deck games. And that's all I was going to attack. And th- I mean, plans changed from that point on. But that's kind of where my, my back off story came from was uh, playing single deck. Your back off story? 
the yeah, other one first, you sent me. Right, right, right. Yeah, Sorry. my first back off. So, yeah, you want to go into that? Yeah, so that was, oh, man, probably like eight eight years ago, nine years ago. Um, we, I give away the shot. We're down in Tunica, and um, it was me and my wife, who was my just my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, so we were playing, and most of the shops down there, they're all single deck, uh, but most of the minimums are $25, and I'm, I'm a red chipper. So I was going from 25 to 150 and I was doing okay, and everything was getting comped. Uh, you throw like $300 in the felt down there, and they'll comp you everything. So then I, I head to a different shop, and they have a, a minimum of $15. So now my spread, instead of going from one to six, is going from one to 10. And so I go with my wife, like 930 in the morning, still drinking my coffee. And um, I get up early. I'm up like 1300 early. So I, I scroll away $1,000. I give it to my wife. And I say, don't don't give this back. I don't want to like, just hold on to this. Let's make sure we leave a winner, you know? So she sits at the blackjack table for maybe an hour. She's bored. She goes plays like the slots with like 20 bucks. And she loses. She's like, I'm going back to the, our hotel. Why don't you call me for lunch? So I said, all right. So I was playing for like another another couple hours before lunch. And it's like 11.45. And um, I'm playing pretty much heads up. There's a, a guy kind of hopping in and out of my table. But for the most part, I'm heads up the whole time. The deal was friendly. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of shooting the breeze. And um, it's like 11.45, right before lunch. So the pit boss comes over. I say, hey, can I get uh, two for the deli? And uh, I said, oh, no problem. This is back before they put the stuff on your card. They'd go back and they'd actually type up the comp for you. Right. So he's back there typing. It's taking a little while. You know, it's taking like a, probably 30 minutes to actually get the comp. So the the old man, Dale, is shuffling. And he just stops conversation, like, and looks down at the cards. I'm like, that's that's really weird. He, like, just stopped to shuffle. I'm like, what's going on? So uh, I get the tap from behind and there's uh there's two suits behind me and i just started card count and i've never been asked to leave i've never anything like this so um i get the tap and they ask me my name and again i have that thick accent so they can't even understand i only gave my first name but they can't understand it so like listen um we made a decision on you you know we don't want you to play anymore you can play any other game but um no more blackjack uh, so call up get out of here so i'm just kind of shocked and like every card count will tell you the first time you get asked to leave a casino it's kind of like a, a rite of passage almost so i like it yeah. inside i'm actually feeling a little good you know it's probably mm -hmm. the first time you want to get kicked out and then you never want to get kicked out again <laughs> right i'm right. actually feeling kind of good you know so i'm picking up my chips and i had a little like i don't know probably two grand in winnings and um so i'm picking up the chips and i'm headed to the cage and i kind of shot eye contact with uh, the pit boss who's typed on my comp and i go hey do i still do i still get that comp and he goes oh yeah we'll, we'll feed you you just, you just can't play here anymore so yeah <laughs> he actually did give me the comp and then we never went back my wife said they were gonna poison the food so we never went back but that <laughs> was, said uh, they're gonna poison the food <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was my my first back off yeah a two thousand dollar win for a, a red chipper's not bad yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, I was probably, I think I was up 2,400 uh, at one point and they backed me off just, just under 2,000, I want to say. Probably, probably five hour session, four hour and session. And it, it probably convinced the wife that that actually works and you know what you're doing early exactly. on too. Exactly. So and that's, we left that's the trip good. as a winner, as a whole. Yeah. And I mean, now it's been so long that, that she understands, but. Right. I know people who, when they start their journey, they, they go on like a long losing streak, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of hard for them to believe in the math and let alone getting somebody else like your wife or girlfriend or whatever on board. Yeah. Yeah. It was all good up until COVID. Then um, I stopped playing all through COVID. Just It wasn't smart, you know, just to be safe. And um, and then I've gone back twice since and they both just lost, lost, lost. But yeah. So what where did you go from there? After that, if that was eight, you said eight, nine years so, ago. So yeah, so the tuna chips, like I said, we um we, we make a pretty much one trip every summer. So we had one in Vegas. I had one in uh, Wendover. I had another one. Was oh the last one was out in um, Blackhawk in uh, Denver. So yeah, we kind of gone all over the, the U.S. And look, I'm a, I'm a teacher, so once uh once a summer. We normally get out, and I, I try to get like uh, 20 hours. Is normally the compromise between me and my wife. 
Right. So, so she probably has more fun at a place like invade like Vegas than like say I don't know Tunica. Yeah, yeah. That's how I knew she was a keeper. That was before we were married, and to get her out there, I mean, we still had fun. We would get out to like uh, went to Memphis and stuff out there, and Mississippi Riverboat and stuff. Like that's the thing we do enjoy ourselves on all these trips. But that yeah. that was a trip actually by myself. It was um I was flying back up to the northeast for my uh, my sister's wedding, and then it was like an extra forty dollars to to fly, stay in Wendover. I stayed in like a Knights Inn for like nineteen ninety nine a night. And then for like four days later, came back and it cost me like an extra $40 and another 80 for the hotel. That's so a no-brainer there. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. thought I was crazy going out by myself, but whatever. Yeah. I flew into Salt Lake City and then I took a bus. Um, it was like a yeah. day trip bus and I had to call the company and let them know like I'm over two different days. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. They used to have this thing in Reno here back before I was old enough to go to casinos, but I always heard people talk about it. You'd get free airfare and, and like a free night or two night stay if you showed before you boarded the plane you had to show them three hundred dollars gambling money <laughs> <laughs> so people from up here used to fly down to reno all the time because it's like a i think it's like a 12 or 13 hour drive yeah uh maybe a little yeah, longer than that yeah but, there's still yeah. a lot of markets that i haven't been to i've never been to uh, reno i've never been to arizona california so <laughs> yeah so where did you where did your career go from your uh, card counting career go from there do you do any like local shops play during the school year so or? i do but like so where i'm at um let's just give it away i'm I, I live in florida now so we got i saw a thing on the bja website about 85 casinos in florida there's five that have blackjack and mm-hmm. they're, they're not very good if you know where to look you can get some penetration but the rules aren't aren't favorable um so like my local shop i, I spread from 10 to 80 and that's when they have 10 dollars tables um when they have 15 dollars tables it almost prices me out you get a wong um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I spread 10 to 80. I use a player's card. I get free lunch and it's just really time to just sharpen up for the, for the trips, but, um, little comp hustle activity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it seems like I used to go two spots and play a little more aggressive. And even I play on my player's card and I would get ID'd at the table. And I, I, you have my card. And they'd ask me for my license. So I, it's just, it seemed like a lot friendlier environment when I just play one spot, pile up at one spot. And I, I stay on a hundred bucks and nobody really seems to bother me. And now is a good time for a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Colin from blackjackapprenticeship.com. And if you're serious about card counting, I'd encourage you to check out the Blackjack Apprenticeship membership. It has the training tools you'll need to beat the game, like our comprehensive video course and our training suite, so you can learn each skill and virtually test yourself before ever stepping foot in a casino. It also includes the tools you'll need to succeed, like our pro betting software, casino database, results tracking software, and access to a community of like-minded advantage players to network with in our members forum and chat room software. You can find out more at blackjackapprenticeship.com. Hey there, listeners. This is Mike here again. I just want to tell you a few things that are going on relating to the show. First off, we started a Facebook page called Tens and Aces Blackjack. On there, we can post threads on the episode. People can leave comments about the episodes and other stuff relating to the show, as well as general blackjack and AP-related discussions. We've also recently launched the tensandaces.com website where you can find all kinds of good stuff relating to the show on there. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do that by emailing us at tensandaces, the number 21 at gmail.com. That's tensandaces, 21 at gmail.com. 
or you can call the show's voicemail and text line at area code 518-289-0478. That's area code 518-289-0478. And last but not least, I'd like to thank all the people who donated money to help supplement what it costs to produce this show. Thank you. It is greatly appreciated. And if you yourself are feeling generous and you feel like supporting something you like, like this show, that would be awesome if you could throw a few bucks in TNA's direction. (laughs) But if you don't, we still love you anyway. It's all good and no worries. But if you are so inclined, you can accomplish that at our website, TenzinAces.com. Just click on support the show. Have you heard of heavy metals? I'm not talking about the heavy metals in the junkyard. I'm talking about the heavy metals that build up in your body. Heavy metals in your body can make you feel sluggish, fatigued, and just plain off. Why not try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com? Cleansing your body and making you feel great. Cleansing the inside of your body of intruders that sneak their way into you and set up an intruder camp. Life Change Tea helps remove unwanted intruder camps. You're out of here! Brew it, steep it, and drink in the results. Tastes great so you can create a new health habit. Our tea loves to help people. It just needs the chance. So order yours today by logging on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Our life change super strength tea is waiting. This could be a beautiful relationship. Take charge of your health. Order at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. And now we're back to the first day at Wendover. It was almost like a wasted trip out there because I, I don't know if I could fly it or what, but nobody would give me any penetration on the single deck. Right, right. But it's yeah. a good hit and run spot on your way through there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like definitely. if and the cops uh, aren't bad there either. Yeah, plus you feel really young because a lot of old people. <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of truckers. There was a lot of yeah. truckers going through there. I like Windover, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's not much there, but I mean, it's a nice little stop. Yeah, when I was there, I didn't, I didn't have a uh, car rented or nothing. Like I said, I was staying at the Knights Inn, walking to the casino. I was getting like, geez, 10 hours, 12 hours a day, playing nonstop, eating lunch, playing again nonstop. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I got like four days out there. But like I said, after the first day, they were... Most of, most places were countermeasuring me, but not giving me the penetration. Right, kind of sucks. You're not back up in the Northeast because there's a lot since I don't know how long you've lived down in Florida, but that yeah, down here really op- Yeah, you know, since then that market's really opened up. Yeah, I hear great things about Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then I hear uh, Rhode Island's pretty good too. Yep. When they do end up getting your ID and you're already backed off, they already know who you are anyway. It doesn't hurt to ask, at least for a meal or something. Yeah, sometimes just customer service, they'll just give it to you, you know? Yeah, because a lot of them, they're just doing their job. They're probably not assholes. They're just unfortunately put in a position where they have to act like assholes because we're not doing anything wrong. We're just... No, you, that's the thing. Like, you're just playing the game mo- the most intelligent way you know how to play the game. There's nothing wrong with what you do. Yeah, and we have the same exact business plan they have. Exactly. Just have a small edge yeah. and let time grind away. And, and eventually, and if we play correctly, the math's going to work out for us, just yeah. like with them. But I, I, on the other hand, that's what I, as, as an AP, how, how I see it. But on the other hand, I get where they're coming from. I always use this example, but if LeBron James came up to me and said, hey, 
I'll bet you 100 bucks and I'll spot you 20 points on a game of 21. I'm not taking that action. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well burn my 100 bucks. He's going to beat my ass. Yeah. I'm not going to score any points on him. He's going to get his 21 before I even score a point on him. So I understand. Not that I'm LeBron James relative to card counting, but I'm just saying that, that once they see that, that we got them beat, they asked us to leave. Plus, another thing to look at is not only do we have them beat, we're taking up a seat, especially like during COVID when there's limited seats That's for true. a degenerate. Do you have any fun stories to share? Uh, I mean, there's always those hands. Uh, Max bets out, and he had to split four times, and he doubled. You know, like those are always memorable. But um, nothing like nothing as memorable as some of the podcast stories I hear about people like ladies having a heart attack in the casino or something. Like that. I've never been anything. But I got a question <laughs> for you, actually. Um, at yeah. the casino I went to, they have a new progressive thing. Is there any way to beat the, the progressive side bet? On a blackjack, a blackjack progressive. I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen that before. Uh, so what? What game is it? What's What's the mechanics of the bet? So it's your two cards with the dealer's card. Um, so you can make like a flush. You can make. I'd have to. I I don't play side bet, so I barely paid attention to it. But in the back of my head, I was like, I'm gonna have to look that up and see if there's anything to it. Hmm. Yeah. I honestly, I'm. I don't really know. I'd have to know all the details, but. Gotcha. Yeah. I would suggest you probably, I've already done this. Just look on Wizard of Odds. Yeah, um, I haven't looked yet. That's, I have a little funny story relating to that. Uh, I was playing like, I don't know, last week or the week before, and there was just newer. I was at this casino where they allow 18 year olds to play. And so gotcha. I'm playing in there, and this guy was new. And you know, you know how they know, they can tell us APs, even people who don't know anything about, they can just tell that we know. Because we, you know, we we make our hand signals quick. We do our decisions fast. We play fast. Yeah. It's obvious that we know what we're doing, right? So people often ask me questions, and this guy was asking me questions yeah. and about odds and stuff. And I don't, I'm not, even though I know his answer, I don't want to spit out a bunch of numbers <laughs> at the table. Yeah, exactly. So I guess what I meant to say to him is, oh, you should check out Wizard of Odds. Uh, dot com. It's this guy named Michael Shackleford has a website there, and he has pretty much he breaks some yeah, of the breaks down. odds and yeah. anything you can possibly, almost anything you can possibly think of on there. It's kind of and he's well respected for his math and his breakdowns yeah. and all that stuff. That's what I meant to say, but what I wrote, but here's what I actually said. I said, yeah, you should go on to gambling with an edge. <laughs> <laughs> Right there, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I mean, I mean, Wizard of Odds." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but you can probably learn some on the gambling with an edge too. But I don't want to drop that at a fucking block yeah table. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, I got, I got a, my last, my last trip story from Denver. We could talk about uh, when I went to to Blackhawk. Right. So yeah, we went out. Um, so that's the thing. Like my my wife plans these trips, so we we go sightseeing for like four days, and then the last day I get to just hit the the casino for you know as long as I can. So we went to um went to Colorado Springs, and then for the last day we went to Blackhawk. Um, so we stayed at the actually this might be good because this will give you another little nugget too. But um, we we stayed at the and I played a couple other the casinos, and um, I ended up getting booted from. And I think why I got so I played two sessions there. I played an afternoon session. Uh, I was sitting all the way at third base, and the max bet at the time I think they changed it, but the max bet at the time was a hundred dollars. Hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a max bet out at third base, and um, the guy just in front of me hit blackjack, but they didn't pay it on time. You know, normally they pay the blackjack first, and then they take the cards, they pay everyone, they go around the table. Right. They didn't mm-hmm. pay him. I don't know if she didn't see it or what. So she pays, she goes through the her normal procedure, take your money, pay in, and then she goes, oh shit, I missed the blackjack. And she pays him two to one, takes her, takes his cards, and then just goes into like a shuffle procedure. 
Paid him two to one. My max doesn't take my max. Oh, I'm sorry, three to two. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. sorry um, I'm gonna get on a flight right now and go there. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So she didn't take my max bet, and she just starts going through the, the shuffle procedure. And before the the hand was even played, I had made it known that this is my last hand. And I had to go for dinner. So when she didn't take, I had four greens sitting in the circle. She didn't take, so I just kind of stacked my chips all together, pushed them out, and said, "Hey, call me up." Um, so I call it up, ate dinner with my wife, and then I went back there later. And I was there for maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, didn't even have a chance to really vary my bet that much. And, uh, yeah, I got the tap. Can you step away from the table? Uh, listen, we made a decision. No longer want you to play here. Uh, please call up and leave. So I don't know if the color up was from varying my bet or if it was from um, that max bet they never took that I that I call it up. But, yeah, so I don't know. But um, mm. Oh, but then this was the nugget I wanted to give the listeners. When I went back to my hotel, uh, it's all on the mountain. So the way I went into the hotel, I actually entered on the casino level floor. And if I was smarter, I could have entered on the hotel level floor, but I didn't. Um, so I went through the casino level, and they automatically ID you at the door. And when they ID'd, um, the screen flashed black and yellow. Black and, and the guy says, just wait one second. Just wait here for a second. Um, there's someone coming down to talk to you. And I said, Liz, this is about... <laughs> Like, I'm not playing blackjack yet. I'm just staying here. I just want to go to my room. And he goes, all right, so have a nice night. And he let me go to my room. And nobody ever talked to me. So, But they do ID at the door. And I think that they do fly or at least talk to the other casinos because how else would know anything? Don't they ID coming down from the hotel too? Most most places did ID at the door, ID from the hotel. That's, that's true. But I, what I was saying is I could have went in through the hotel floor and went to my room. Because I wasn't playing. I don't play at the – normally I don't play at the hotel that I stay at. Yeah, you that's know, so, a wise decision. Yeah, so if I'd gone through the hotel floor, they it wouldn't have got flagged. But then I wouldn't have known that they share information, so maybe it was a good thing. You mean you don't want to get, get kicked out at 2 in the morning? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm sure the wife wouldn't be too happy about that. <laughs> yeah, then she might want to change philosophies. Uh, but yeah, that was another good trip. I made. I only played 10 hours because I only got one day, and I think I cleared like 1,300. Right, paid for your trip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that, so that trip, I actually, so throughout my career, I feel like I've progressed and like, I didn't have CDCX till like three years ago. And then I wasn't a BGA member until about four months ago. Um, so I knew my, for like Denver was the first trip I went into and I actually had a calculated E going into it, you know, so. Uh, so optimized bet spread and all that kind yeah, of exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. Like I, I knew from the beginning, I knew how to count. That's what I knew first. And I knew basic strategy. I knew my deviations, um, but the bankroll and the money management management and that i just did not know and how much you can actually lose and how long you can lose for i had no idea you know I yeah just it's I had an edge i'd win yep it's amazing how if you play around like with cbcx or the blackjack apprenticeship pro betting software play around with things like uh, penetration and yep. uh, and an rph in a rounds per hour yeah it's amazing how the ev just dramatically changes yeah uh, it's kind of eye-opening yeah, I come out with like, like you said, you play around with the numbers and then I go into my apps on my phone, like um, BJ experts are pretty good one and you can put mm-hmm. in all your bets and you know, they can tell you how it's like if you're playing perfectly and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun, you know, but now that I actually know how that stuff works because for a long time I did and I just knew the, the basic strategy, the deviations in the, the county, you know, huh? BJ expert. I haven't uh, heard of that one. Yeah. I think out. I paid like 45 bucks for it. Like this was years ago, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's on Apple, so I got it on my Apple phone. So, but yeah, you can go in and program uh, all the deviations. You can test uh, all your index plays. The only thing that I'm not great on is I just started learning Surrender because I, I plan on making a trip to the Northeast soon. So, Surrender's rule that I haven't really come across. So, I tried to play around with Surrender, and yeah, some of the to go from I don't know how to explain it. 
some of the surrender deviations, it, the two cards versus three cards, you can't program. Mm -hmm. So like if you're supposed to surrender a 16 versus a 10, it, you can't program what you should do if the 16 is the three card 16. Just had to stop the show here for a second. Obviously, you cannot surrender a three card 16. But I think he was talking more about how the app he was using didn't allow the three card variation for hitting 16 or staying on 16. That's what I think he meant. Just wanted to clarify that so I don't get a bunch of emails. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the show. You know, so there's small little nuances. But from other than that, it's a great program. Really, really good. Right. I love games of Surrender. It's kind of obvious when you're playing out a game of Surrender. I don't know if you heard my episode with the snowman. He's telling the story about how he was on his max, a max bet, ran out of money. He had, I think, two hands, right? And he's got like shit hands, like 15s and 16s. And he had to buy insurance. And he had to pull money out of his wallet. <laughs> and the dealer has an ace up and all the floppies at the table are like, dude, you're pulling money out of the wallet to insure 16 and a 15. Yeah, yeah floppies an don't ace. understand the insurance bet. They think, it, they think your hand matters. And that's going to be our show for today. I will see you down the fell. track put it all on a horse why don't you put it in the bank bank this is found money i want to parlay it i want to make a big score oh you mean you want to lose it where's the luck there's no luck nineteen hundred dollars down the drain i'll tell you what i'll bet you the next three people i ask two of them will say that it looks like sugar right how much hundred dollars two hundred dollars thousand hey wait a second what are you doing you're not betting you know he's not supposed to bet come on jerry it's a lock kramer you've had this thing under control for almost three years now don't start again but it's a lock no <laughs> how's the show good how's the roulette i won 50 bucks Ah, uh, what do you say we call it a night? Good idea, I'm kind of tired. How'd you do? 150. Lost 72. 137. Lost 15. Broke even. <laughs> One of these losers in Las Vegas who keeps thinking he's gonna come up with a way to win at blackjack. Kramer, what the hell is going on It's here? a poker game. And I'm kicking some serious butt! Are you out of your mind? You know you got the AIDS walk tomorrow. Uh, hey, Kramer, are you in? Oh, you gotta be kidding. You see those two ladies I got showing? Do they look scared? You're lucky you're walking out of here with a pair of pants on. <laughs> you went all night? Yeah, yeah, breakfast on me. Look at you. I told you. Up all night playing poker. Knocked you out, Jack. Oh. <laughs> what? It's a tell. You got a tell. What tell? What's a tell? What a fish. Hang over. Pay up. No! It was an isolated sexual incident. We are not back together. All right, here you go. 
choke on it. I've seen you two together. You make each other miserable. It's kismet. Double or nothing. Done. Witness. He's got a live one. He's just reeling his big fish in. Go again. Book it. Witness. <laughs> you don't trust my poker face? Do you ever win at poker? No. You know, you get two pair, the whole table knows. Two pair, three of a kind? Are you stopping? Oh my God, you got a flush. <laughs> You're holding a flush. I don't have a flush. A full house? You got a full house? Turn him over, George. I want to see him. Come on, I'm calling. What do you like to play? Eight ball. No, nothing to it. Let's you and me play a game of straight pool. Hmm? You like to gamble? I know how it is. Five dollars a game, huh? I'll break. I just started my own business. I'm a bookie. No openings in arson? <laughs> Either of you guys want to place a bet, I'm your guy. No, 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 no. No bets for me. I, uh, I got a disease. Hey, Mike. How about those Knicks? Yeah, how about them? <laughs> Look, Jerry, I can't pay you. Why not? Because I don't have the money. Mike, you say you're a bookie, you take a bet, and then you can't pay? I don't know, Mike. To me, it sounds a little, how you say, phony. Did you do this? Yeah, but... Uh, you broke his thumbs. It was an accident. Well, is that what you call it, when somebody doesn't pay up? I'll get you the money, Jerry. I got $100 in my front pocket if you want to reach in and take it. I don't want it that way. What are you doing? What is all this? Oh, he's uh, helping me sort my receipts. I'm being audited. Well, you know what uh, my feelings are about this. I don't even pay taxes. Well, John Mollick is organizing some kind of intervention form. We're having it here. Can I get in on that? <laughs> what do you think? It's like a poker game? Nick's killed him. 110 to 73. Well, of course. Without Reggie Miller, it's a blowout. No, Jerry, that's 37 points. The Knicks covered. You won. See, that's a cool G, Daddy. Oh, now you gotta let her ride. <laughs> On what? Oh, come on, Jerry, I don't want to lose this feeling. Hey, let's go down to the ODB. We'll put some money on the ponies, huh? Yeah, all right. Tell you what, put a sawbuck on Captain Nemo in the third of Belmont. All right, uh, 600 Papernick to win. Yes. From Germans, Papernick is starting to make some ground, but Stephagen is the leader with a 16th again. you that that flight to Pittsburgh takes off before my flight to Houston. I bet? Um, not Friendly way. No, I made a bet in uh, three years. I don't know. Oh, come on. Keep things interesting. Pass the time. Okay, how much? How about 200? You're on, cowboy. All right, listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. Where are you? I'm at the airport. The airport? We've been betting on arrivals and departures. God. But I'm down 3,200 bucks, so you gotta give me some cash. I don't have that kind of dough. Nobody carries wallets anymore. I mean, they went out with powdered wigs. Yeah, so here's what you need. Just a couple of cards and your bankroll. See? Keep the big bills on the outside. It's a five. <laughs> Yeah, Bally's. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld's room, please. 
You know that number? I used to have a problem. <laughs> this time you're wrong. Come on, I'll even bet you. Seriously? No, I don't want bet. you betting. Morty, don't let them bet. You walk over to that table, you pick up an egg roll, you don't say anything. You eat it, say thank you very much, wipe your mouth, walk away, I give you 50 bucks. Numbskulls? Why don't you just settle it like mature adults? Potato man. No, no. No potato man. Ink-a-dink. Okay. Uh, yeah, start with me. Yeah, good, good. Ink-a-dink, a bottle of ink, the cork fell out, and you stink. Not because you're dirty, not because you're clean, just because you kissed the girl behind the magazine. Uh, no, no. Uh, and well, wait, wait a minute. you no, no. are no. it. What? What are you doing? No, no. Oh, okay, all right. He's out. I get it. No, 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 no. I'm it. I win. No, he's no. it. He wins. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll choose you for it. Straight choose, three takes it. No disputes. That's it. You got to win three. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'll choose you. What do you want? Odds. I want evens. Good. You got odds. You got evens. Right. Ready. For the apartment. One, two, three, three, shoot mine! One, two, three, shoot mine! Once, Once, twice, three, shoot! Mine! Once, twice, three, shoot! <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. Just kind of... Why did I put out two? Why did I put out two? I'll tell you this, though. I am never doing that again. What? You mean in your mother's house or all together? All together. Oh, like, oh, oh give me yeah, a right. <laughs> you don't think I can? No chance. <laughs> you think you could? Well, I know I could hold out longer than you. Care to make it interesting? Sure. How much? Hundred dollars. You're on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Count me in on this. You? Yeah. You'll be out before we get the check. Too. I'm out. All right, Costanza. It's you and me. And then there were two. Boy, come on. Wilkinson's got millions invested in this stock. It's gone up three points since I've been watching it. What if I lose it? Come on. Go for 2500 We'll do it together. Come on. Come on. We're in it together. All right. $2,500. Yes. Yeah, can I take your order? And we'll check to the raisin. My bet. All right. I'll open with the tuna sandwich. So, Big Daddy... I'm just curious, how much did you clear on your little transaction there, all told? I don't like to discuss figures. How much? I don't know, 8,000. It's a Hyundai! Get out of here. 
There's something I have to tell you. What? What is it? I cheated in the contest. <laughs> what? The contest. I cheated. Why? Because I'm a cheater. <laughs> I had to tell you. Ray, I won. <laughs> For all of your TNA needs, head to tensandaces.com. Are you serious about becoming a Blackjack Advantage player? If that's your plan, then listen to the real pros first. They will tell you to test out and hone your skills before risking your starting bankroll. Check out the Advantage Player Refinement Program, offered exclusively by Archimedes21.com. The A21 APRP will tell you if you're ready. Until then, look into becoming an investor in Archimedes21 and start earning right away. 